my god, don't do this to me. That's what I say to my computer every time I try to join the show in the morning, the radio show. Oh, really? Because I you wait. Say, oh my god, don't do this to me. I'm like, oh my god, don't do this to me. Not now. Don't do this to me. <laughs> does it ever do it to you? It always does it to me. Oh, what's it doing? Always something wrong. Settings are wrong. It takes a long time to load something. Anyway, you were trying to show me something and I didn't see oh. it. <clears throat> okay, hold on. My my voice hurts. Yeah, because you have Omicron. Everyone's got Omicron. Do I have it? I'm sure you do. Oh, no. It's the fastest spreading variant there is. Everyone's got Omicron. What is that? Sharing your screen. Presenting. I just felt, can you see my mouse? Yes. Yeah. Okay. I just felt like this was a no, really I can't. good. It was my huh? mouse. I can't. I thought it oh, was okay. yours, but it was the cursor to my mouse over the picture. Got it. Okay. So I just thought that this was a really good example of the acting in this show <clears throat> <laughs> where Charlotte is an idiot and Carrie is overacting and Miranda is like an actual person. <laughs> No, Miranda's no longer an actual person. No longer, correct. She no longer is. She's a bumbling moron. Well, she kind of looks like an idiot there. So. You're really loving. And just as our audience is really going to love this new episode. <laughs> another <laughs> another Sex in the City episode. Except. It's important. We have to talk about it. It needs to be. It, I know that. I, I, look, I have to get it out. We're doing it. I have right. made it my New Year's res resolution that uh, when you make suggestions for the show, I will no longer shoot them down. I will just oh, roll cool. with it. Despite the fact I think about the audience and think about how there are probably many people who listen to the show who have no interest in Sex in the City or end just like that. And maybe we lose them forever. They say we can no longer <laughs> trust Autumn and Greg to give us content that we enjoy listening to. Well, guess what? It's our show. Well, I'm going to do a thing where I try to tie it into something bigger, and I don't want you to feel as no, though you're abandoned. don't do that. Talk to me about this. Don't. D I I'm, need you here, Greg. I'll talk to you about this, but I'm going to try to tie it into a bigger thing at some point. I won't abandon you. We can talk about it. But I think just there's got to be a reason to talk about it. Just The reason is because it's happening, and other people are also suffering. And if that isn't the people in our uh, percentage of our audience, that's fine. Hit us up on the next one when we talk about something else. But this is what we're talking about today. I don't want it tied into anything else. I mean, it does tie into the bigger picture because we're going to talk about I'm still gonna all bring of it up. the stuff that was in, in, injected into the show that make no sense. Oh, you'll see where I go. You'll see. It's going to happen. All right. Don't don't turn this into like, oh, we're going to like criti criticizing me the entire show. I'm criticizing you now. <laughs> Getting it out of the way. Okay, Cle don't don't cleaning put that the into slate. The whole show. Cleaning the huh? slate. I won't put it into the whole show. Okay. Because I need you. Because I know that you. I know that you also have to are feeling <clears throat> the same way I do. Yeah, of course. But some people. The reason I do this, like you could think of a show like Pens or Socks. It's like if someone looks at that and says, "Ugh." If they listen, there's still enough content there for them to relate. Like, oh, yeah, okay. They can get into the show. But if you haven't watched any of this, if you have zero interest in any of this new series, then you're going to get mm -hmm. zero 
great. So they don't listen to it. And the people that are watching it will listen. No, but what I'm saying is, yeah, no, what I'm saying is there's a way to give those people something that makes it worthwhile listening. That's what I'm promising. It'll be a a conversation that ventures into a bigger picture without derailing Autumn's desire to critique and criticize the new Sex in the City show. We just is, need to break it down and we need to, I need to express myself and I need to express myself with someone like you who also, like I said, is feeling the same way. I well, we could start a separate podcast where the straight man and the woman talk about the Sex in the City reboot because I am very popular on the, and just like that subreddit, I'm getting karma galore. Upvotes well, maybe you should post ass. this episode on there. On, on that thing. Nah, that's too obvious. No, you can say like, hey, I heard this great discussion about it. Oh, yeah. After I just said that I post on there. Oh, shit. And I'm not editing this. Ruined it. So if somebody else posts it, then fine. But I'm not going to post it. <clears throat> so if okay. somebody does post it, and if anyone's listening to this episode, because you saw it posted on Reddit, I assure you that I wasn't the one who did it. I would never be so shameless. I really wouldn't. Mm-hmm. It's gross to me. I know you wouldn't. So... If somebody else did it, like you, fine. I won't do it. <laughs> but I won't compromise my integrity and status on that subreddit. Right. Where I'm beloved. People, man. I had a wonderful post. Beloved. About Sex in the City 2 being a fever dream. No, it, no, well, let's talk it was about a trip. It. Let's talk about it. I said it was a shrooms trip, not a fever dream. Oh, same. Diff. I said... Carrie was tripping on shrooms and was taking a pee and forgot where she was and sat on the toilet for the exact runtime of the movie, which I think was two (laughs) hours and 16 (laughs) minutes or something. I mean, I would accept that over what actually happened. And then that the peak of her trip was, Uh what the fuck? Wow. My God. Oh, getting alerts. Weird. Ellie almost got hit by a car. She's fine. Yeah, Ellie almost got hit by a car. She's fine. But the driver yelled at her, and then it gets in your head. Wow, what the fuck? (laughs) All right, finish your sentence. No, that's all. That was shitty. That's why we can't have our phones on. I get texts like that. It wasn't a text. I get a text. The bakery's out of uh, key lime pie. And then I'm like, oh, fuck, my brain's not here for the show. Or the family downstairs is doing laundry again. They do laundry constantly. Can't get okay. our clothes washed. Oh, God, I'm not in the show now. Yeah, but you know, do you know me? I know that you I'm can like, be taken like out of water. things. That's not true. Sometimes. I don't know what you mean by that. That I'm a little bit more flexible on things changing or things being different. No way. That's a, you're not, you're, you can be taken out of something like that. Not with something silly. Well, I mean, your daughter almost being hit by a car is not too silly. Yeah, that was fucked up for you to say. I that. said almost. I didn't. I said no, and then I don't. My phone's never on uh, a sound. I don't know why it was just now. It must have been like I must have hit it accidentally because I never have my sound on. All right, we'll get into it. I promise. Well, I promise I'm real you. thrown off now because all you've done is like <laughs> freak me out. I couldn't help myself. I was so excited to talk about this, and now I'm. Uh, now I don't feel confident that you're going to be there. I'll be there. So I am not excited anymore. What's and just like that, you lost me. Welcome to what topic? <laughs> I don't know 
what happened. I don't either because nothing was said. Nothing. I just stumbled. It just stumbled out of my mouth. Welcome to One Topic, where we stick to one topic. My name is Autumn Fisher. My name is Greg Russ. You just find the laughter in life. (laughs) It's a sign for your wall. Laughter in life. Oh. Laughter lives here. (laughs) Laughter lives here. Ain't gonna laugh. Get the hell out of my home. That's right. In this house, we laugh hard. We eat and rough. We fuck. And we dirty. Fuck. Wet. Hot Miami fucking. That sounds disgusting. Sweaty, dripping. If I lived in Miami, I would never have sex. Ugh. <laughs> would not do it. I do not understand the people that love hot weather. Those people are from another planet. Well, we're all going to be enjoying hot weather. Because the climate is changed. going to be? That's what, yeah. I mean, when's the last time you had a good winter? Think about that. Mm, can't answer. Mm, no, maybe like four years ago. I hear childhood stories of people who grew up in this area, this New York City tri-state area, and the winters they talked about were horrendous. These were insane surges of snow that buried people in their homes for days upon days. Nothing like that happens anymore. Well... It's because the earth is changing. It has. Mm-hmm. Things We're spinning through space. Well, I mean, it's not like the sun is sitting still. Whatever, I mean? whatever you want to say the reasons are, that's besides the point. There's, it's, you'd be hard-pressed to say that things haven't warmed up. Yeah. Like I'm dreading going to Atlanta for Christmas because I'm worried it's going to be 70 degrees. How gross. There was a 70 degree. There's been several 70-degree Christmases. Then there was that weird anomaly Probably in 2010, where it did yeah. snow. It snowed. It snowed a little bit. I remember that. It was nice. Mm-hmm. What an enjoyable time. I mean, even where we live, I think it's still going to be warm on Christmas Day. Isn't it going to be like 60s? Probably. Yeah, I think I was really glancing ahead. Annoying. That seems about right. Um, yeah. You know, that Corona Christmas commercial that people love because it's been on for decades. Where <laughs> the, fucking, the palm tree yeah, thing? Yeah, it's like, ew. I would never want to spend Christmas. Like, that's appealing to some people. I want to be there on the lagoon, the tropical lagoon, <laughs> and light my palm tree with Christmas lights and whistle a Christmas tune and have my corona. They've recovered all right from that corona. I guess because most people moved away from calling it corona and called it COVID. Why is it called corona? Because it's a coronavirus, which is the common cold virus. It's just a oh, variation okay. of that. It's a, it's What's a the new... difference between that and like rhinovirus? I mean, that's... I thought rhinovirus was the cold one. That's, I mean, maybe that's a coronavirus in itself. And the rhino oh, okay. means nose, right? Right. You want to do some quick research? So we don't sound like idiots. It's the main culprit behind the common cold. Rhinovirus is coronavirus. Let's see. Whatever it says rhinoviruses and coronaviruses are recognized as the major causes of the common cold syndrome. So they may be different, but they're both major causes. But the point is, Corona they they did fine. They're kind of back in Delta, the same. I'm glad. glad oh yeah. I bet they're glad that it's moved on to Omicron. <laughs> Omari, Omicron. Omicron. I used to think it was. Oh, Omicron. I thought it was pronounced. Hallelujah. 
yeah. Well, the, what's the the casualty of the Omicron, as I've always pronounced it, which I think is incorrect, but I don't care at this point, uh, is my made-up fraternity. When I went to college, uh, on my floor in the dorms at Georgia State, they had a board that had a, a cardboard, or no, a construction paper tree, and each leaf on the tree was a different sorority or fraternity, and I created one, Phi Omicron Xi, and I put it up there. <laughs> I added I added a leaf. I was the only awesome. member. I was the only member of the fraternity. <laughs> Nobody else was allowed to rush. <laughs> it's so exclusive. <laughs> it is. The best <clears throat> fraternity. People were dying to be a part of that one. Man, fuck all that. I was friends with people my freshman year, and then they were joining a fraternity. And I kept hanging out with a couple of them. And then, you know, uh, as you're hanging out with them, more guys start to show up, and then you get to know them. And then at some point, you go to dinner. Like, we're going to put a bid on you. We'd like you to rush. And I said, a, oh. I said a bid, like an old piece of furniture at an auction. No, I don't want to do that. And then they all stopped talking to me. Really? Yeah, because I rejected them. People don't like rejection. Well, that's fine. I mean, rejection is painful and people avoid pain. But it, how dare it seems you? Like, uh, it seems weird to put a lot of stock into someone not joining your fraternity as some huge slap in the face, you know? You besmirch the good name of Phi Omicron Xi. You're a nobody, Phi yeah, Omicron if you're not Xi. Gonna be in our, if, if you're not going to hang out with us in this very structured, specific environment, then we're not going to hang out with you at all. Your first challenge is to bang six chicks in one what hour. What are some of the things that you have to do? I don't know. You know I, never, I never joined. I don't know. I'll, all I know is that my roommate from freshman year decided to then try to join that fraternity sophomore year. And he showed up, came back to the dorms where they covered in dirt. I was like, what are you doing? He's like, I was digging. They had me digging all day. And I don't, I don't know why or where because we were in Atlanta. I don't know what the fuck was going on. He, had, he didn't make it. He didn't? No, I think he well, maybe he did make it. I don't know. The moment he started rushing, I was done. It's like, oh, come on. They didn't dig him? <laughs> I also caught him jerking it once. I, <gasps> I pretended that I didn't see. Oh, how did you catch him? Uh, you had your ear to the door and you opened the door a little bit? No, I didn't. I mean, yeah, I wanted to catch him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> In the Georgia State dorms, which was the Olympic Village, we each had our own bedrooms. And then there was a common area, um, but you know, in two bathrooms, four four bedrooms, two bathrooms. So you know, this guy was on my side. We shared a bathroom, and I don't know. I just I was in my room, and I decided to go in his room and see what he's doing. And I just burst through the door, and his pants weren't completely down. I think he just had it out. Oh, he had whipped it out, and then I could tell he's like, oh, and he he made a noise, and he curled up in a ball. And like, you know, tucked in his hips, uh-huh, pulled, yeah, yeah. pulled him back. And I didn't see anything, but I was like, oh, and I just went and looked out the window. I was like, oh, a lot of traffic because you could see a 7585 connector. Oh, so you, you like followed through. Well, I, I was already in the room and I just didn't, I want to make him feel worse. So I played dumb. And I was like, oh yeah, look at that. All right. I'm going to have to go check on something. <laughs> it was like, <laughs> I mean, obviously the visit wasn't like, that wasn't. Nobody yeah, you didn't think- go in his room to like talk about the traffic. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> so that was that. Ay, ay, ay. I've never been caught masturbating. Yeah, neither have I. Yeah. Which I guess is a good thing. Because I do it under the covers 
at night <laughs> because I'm a lady. Anyway, we have to get into your topic. Yay! Subject matter at hand, which, look, it's your forum. I'm going to turn it over to you. I know that you want to shit on the new Sex in the City story. Mm-hmm. And just like that. Even though we just did a, an episode on Sex in the City recently, which was a point of contention in the middle of the show. And I told you I wasn't going to go there, and I'm not going to go there. I'm just saying that we did that one, and it didn't go so well because you wanted me to just talk about clips from the show and things of the show with you. And I didn't. So I'm turning it over to you. I'm letting loose. Okay. Letting go, if that's possible. You're letting go, but then you also have to let go and talk about this with me. I'll talk about it with you. Because you have things to say, too. I have things to say. Look, I, I've watched the three episodes. Yeah. I'm not afraid to admit it. And as I've already mentioned in the pre-show, I went to the subreddit, and I've been posting in there. And yeah, and you're like a hit. I'm getting good reactions because people like what I have to say. Yeah, good. It's a strange thing that I'm watching it because it's moved so far away from what the show was in that first season. <sighs> Absolutely. It's not strange that you're watching it. I mean, you've seen all of the sex in the city incarnations i have so it's not crazy that you would watch the new thing it's just crazy how bad it is i i will say though i'm surprised and i always knew this was a thing but it never uh, appealed to me but people really did watch that show maybe not just for the fashion but that was that added to it like people love the fucking fashion i have never thought about it other than like critiquing it sometimes like that was a dumb outfit um, but you know, in watching the show, I wonder like how differently my viewing experience has been than others, because I'm not looking for those things and what lured me into it. I, it, if it wasn't set in New York, I guarantee I wouldn't have cared if it was San Francisco. I was like, fuck this. Who cares? Well, that's fine because New York is, you know, it's the fifth, of, it's is, the is fifth lady. Yeah. yeah, it is. It really is. Yeah. And I think that's, that's the appeal. That was the main appeal. Like it worked on me mm -hmm. and I've been trying to live that sex in the city life ever since. I love going out to restaurants, as you know, I yes, love eating out cosmopolitans, going to new clubs, mm -hmm. keeping up with the, the latest hottest new place trends. Yeah. Trends, really expensive shoes. That's me. I mean, I did buy a pair of $300 boots. So sure. there, there you go. Anyway. Yeah. So I'll let you kick it off. You can just uh, tell me what's going on. Well, <clears throat> it's just so extremely disappointing. You know, I would include something like this in a, in a more broad topic if it wasn't just so egregiously bad. You know, and I think that a lot of people are, if they're watching it, and have always watched Sex in the City. I think everyone's having a collective collective experience of just being so disappointed, you know. And it it's I think I think you might have said it last week or something, but it's just such a betrayal. Everybody's character is it's except not, for Carrie. I guess Carrie's kind of the same. Yes. Uh, so but everybody overall. Everybody, acting like they've never been like they're all starting over well one let me say should i be ashamed that i watch this show no i'm not ashamed you know suck no. it shove it up your ass i'm a fan who are you talking to <laughs> an imaginary person <laughs> who's okay. critiquing me for liking 
a, a show that's less than high art. Right. Um, yeah, I, there's no, this isn't a real person. It's an imaginary person that suddenly started okay. speaking on my shoulders like, you loser, you watch this show. Yeah. Um, the, the way I was going to say I was going to tie it into a bigger picture, and I promise we can talk about the show. But for anyone who's not interested in the show, I think at least parallels can be drawn to something that's happening across the board with, you know, this isn't a reboot. This is a sequel, a continuation. So it's, it's a, a continuation of the what I would assume is the television series. Yeah, not I mean, like the movies. Well, it has more of the movie feel in a weird way. Oof, it really it, does, just because it's so bad. Well, it's more. It was shot, especially in its early years, as sitcom, more of a sitcom style. Mm-hmm. There was single camera. I think maybe it was multi camera. Um, but the pacing and the framing, like it's much more cinematic now. Well, and the music and melodramatic. So melodramatic than it used to be. And those comedy beats are gone and they feel forced. But I was going to say anything that's a reboot or continuation of something that you've liked in the past, um, you know, since that is a trend of nothing new is worthwhile. Everything old is new again. And this is a problem. And I think this and just like that is uh, the best example of it and most egregious example of it where like you said it's a continuation of a story but it's trying to be relevant and timely and Mm. you know part of that's the critique of the original show that it wasn't diverse and it wasn't realistic and these women were privileged and all that and and people do forget at the time sex in the city was a pretty progressive show and what it was pushing um but yeah you know all those criticisms of it seem to be they're trying to make up for it now and it doesn't fit and it's not no. true to the characters. So if you think about who these characters were for so long, they're not acting like themselves, even as people change over the decades and years, you know, this is not how they would have evolved. It's like, this is not, this makes no sense. It's not realistic. So it's very jarring is the problem. <clears throat> I think the biggest, um, uh, the biggest character change is Miranda. They've a they they're making her ride the subway, which as a wealthy female lawyer in New York City, <laughs> this is your biggest no, gripe, huh? <laughs> like this is your biggest gripe. Well, She's it's, riding it's, the subway. <laughs> Go it's ahead. On top of everything else, uh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, not only is she acting so strangely. Uh, she's also like, yeah, she's, there's no way this woman is riding the subway. None. I've never seen any of them ride a subway. I don't think in the entire series. That was the one thing, you know, we were just talking about it being about New York, but it never featured the subway. Like Which is were, fine. I mean, it's a big part if of the culture. anybody's going to ride the subway, it's going to be Carrie. Yeah. But even when she was broke, she wouldn't do it. I mean, that was the thing right. when spoiler alert, big died. Um, and, and just she, like that, and she was going through his wallet. There was a Metro card. I was like, yeah, right. That dude, when's the last time Again, he was on he has the a train? driver. What about Raul? <laughs> when's the last time that guy was on a subway? Um, yeah, he does. Exactly. See, that's what I'm talking about. It's like the writers of these episodes never watched the series. No, but they it's only a, watched, no, but that's you wrong. The See, ep- the guy who wrote it is, uh, that Michael Patrick, what's his oh, king. Yeah. That's his name, right? Yeah. Who is uh-huh. like a, one of the creators of the show, right? 
Yeah. Or he's a producer, at least, of the show. Maybe not the creator. but um, And he was directing. And he's been writing these episodes. So that's why, to me, as a person who's been with the series forever, it's just these criticisms have gotten to him and he's fucking forcing shit. That's not real to prove something to, I don't just as I was trying to prove something to that imaginary person who was, you know, ribbing me for being a, a person who watches sex in the city. Um, it feels like that though. There is real repercussions that can come from it where, you know, you're creating a new show and if, if online turns against it, watch out. So I guess there's, there's no way you can't turn against it. It's just so strange. And okay, even if you're not bothered by the main characters and how they're acting, not acting as in performing, but just like how they're they're being how they're portraying this this character that we've known for decades. Um, I just want to point out, like when Big died the amount of time that she was standing there looking at him and that he was looking at her and was like still alive. <laughs> it was such a, I don't know if, if that was editing well, or if that was bad direction, because like I kept thinking he was sitting there and then he is like, Oh, uh, and he's dead. Oh, but wait, no, he just looked at her again. Like he said something or he moved his arm. And like, even when she was like cradling him by the shower he still was like moving. The you excuse know what I mean? I for like, that. Wait, I was like, oh, they're not going to like, I kept thinking, oh, okay. When they were doing the cutting back and forth between the, the piano performance and his death scene uh, or him getting the heart attack, I kept thinking, oh, they're going to kill him. All right. Big's dying. And then I, and then once you got to the part where big actually was dying, it didn't seem like he was dying. You know, I was like, oh, they're not going to kill him. Michael Patrick King has an answer for you, Autumn. What? That moment in time wasn't that long. It just, it was presented that way because it felt very long to carry, but really it was just a second. It was a second and she had no time to even attempt to save him. That That's actually what was said, which wow, it was an artistic choice to present it as a long time, but it wasn't. Well, it was confusing. <laughs> yes, it was ridiculous. And I think that was an excuse made up after the fact. Um, you know, a poor execution, you want to drive the story, you have an idea of where you want the story to go, you have this character, you have to get this character out of the way. If you want them to die, just have them die. Like, yeah. to, to have it play out like that, like, to not be aware enough, like, it seems stupid, but the reaction, this is, this is the problem overall, and this is what people, I think, the problem that people have. That's a small, this is a small moment, and not a small thing in the sense that if somebody's dying in your life, that's a small thing, but as far as driving the narrative of the show, people know how people would react. And right. anyone who ran into a room and found someone that they love dying, maybe shock does set in, but I think we've all been trained that the first thing you do is you go call 911. Like that is yeah. your shocked reaction, I think, is you go do that. And the phone was sitting right there. And the fact that she didn't do that is like, what the fuck? And that's representative of overall what's happening with this fucking show because you're talking about Miranda and you bring up the subway, which I think is funny because while that's true, like there are things about this woman who's always been highly independent and sure of who she is as a person and struggled with being who she is and finding her way in the world, but never seemed willing to uh, let go of who she is. Right. Like struggled with the fact that she 
was this person in the world yeah. not that she was struggling with like who she was is now a bumbling fucking fool idea how to exist like it's like, like this she's is, never interacted with black people before yeah this is not realistic because <laughs> no matter how the world has changed you know there's been years that have gone by from the movie to now and the world has changed with social movements um i do think overall this is probably the death of wokeness and we can get into that Oh, God. Um, Maybe that's the good thing that will come out of this series. I, I think because it's been hijacked now to the point where it's like now being presented in this way where it's so heavy handed and, yeah, you know, convenient like to, for purposes. Again, I think there are ulterior motives in presenting this. There's no real care about these issues. It's just like, look, see, I'm a good person now and our series is a good person. But yeah, having, you know. The world changed around these characters since the last time we saw them, but they weren't fucking frozen in ice. They weren't just dropped into the right. world and now are figuring out how to live in it, which is the way it's being presented. It happened over years. They would have evolved over years and figured out their way and the way they fit in. And even if they struggled, it wouldn't be this shocking, this jarring. And that's the thing. It's like Miranda's like, maybe I'm a lesbian now. Now I have a drinking problem. And the drinking problem is a real like anyone can develop that. I'm, you know, sure. that's maybe the most That's an realistic. interesting way for it to go. You know, Miranda is dealing with a lot, right? She doesn't have to also represent an idiot who doesn't know how to move through the world. Like you said, she hasn't been frozen in ice. She was working at a prestigious law firm, you know, I'm sure around and made choices to quit African American attorneys and and made you know, choices to quit that law firm. Is like firm is like okay, I'm I you know that's a scary thing, but I'm quitting it. And I'm gonna go figure something else out. So right. It's like a, a, and so go do that and be and be the smart like Miranda that we've always seen. You don't have to be this idiot. The and then we could focus on the things like her drinking problem and her issues with her son. And her and the fact uh, apparently like she and Steve aren't having sex for like three years, like, which is insane. Fuck? No discussions have been had over that. You haven't had sex in years and nobody's talked yep, about it. We just it. have our yogurt at night. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's not realistic. That's not it's not. And none of this is true to the characters and things are convenient like, with Charlotte's daughter, uh, Rose, <sighs> suddenly saying that she doesn't feel like a girl. Fine. If that's real, you know, that that happens. And I think they actually explored that um, in an interesting way where she talked to her friend whose name is slipping my mind, her gay friend, Charlotte. Oh, Anthony. Yeah. He's like, whatever. She's figuring stuff out. Maybe she thinks this. Maybe it's Love real. Anthony. He's like, maybe it's real. Maybe it's not. And I think, yeah. you know, yeah, just being supportive and allowing your kid to go through I like it. that that was presented by a gay character. Yeah. And that, that's a nice you know thing. I mean? But because, overall, it's yeah. just convenient. It's like, oh, okay, well. We get Charlotte's daughter feeling this way, plopping it right in front of our face. <laughs> it's like, it just feels a little too on the nose. Yeah. Like not only is she dealing with that, you know, Miranda's dealing with that and Carrie is dealing with that. Right. Because she's with that Shay person. Carrie is. Carrie. Yeah. Yeah. Doing so the like podcast. every single character is is bombarded with gender bending issues i don't think so let's hey hey sex in the city 
let's focus on one thing. You know what I mean? For each character and have little A, B, C storylines. We don't, or just one episode be uh, like a couple A, B, B and a half storylines. You know what I mean? We don't have to, we could, you can make it like the series. It's, I mean, there were, there were some continuations through the series, right? Like relationships and stuff like that. But it wasn't like, what this feels like is, is, is that they were making, I don't know, like a six hour movie, right? And then decided to break it up. And we're not even like, we're just, we're dealing with like this. We're barely able to sort of feel any of the, the plot or the characters being at like a low point because there is no buildup of where the characters are doing well. Do you know what I mean? It's just like started almost instantly as like, meh. <laughs> well, the low points, fine. yeah, there are no stakes and the low points don't feel earned. They just no. feel written in. It's like Steve's deaf now and not attentive to the relationship. And like out of all the dudes in that show, I mean, Harry was too, Charlotte's husband, but it's like he was one of the guys who was clearly in love with Miranda yeah, and with his with wife Miranda. and was attentive to it and wouldn't let things fall apart like this. So it's no. like, it's not true to the characters. Um, and that's why nobody fucking cares. That's why you don't actually feel anything. And there's resentment. There's a bit of resentment that grows. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Like you invest yeah. so much time watching a show for years and then you watch some shitty fucking movies and then it comes back and it's a slap in the face. And as, as I said earlier, this happens, I think across the board with, Obviously, some shows do better than others if it's a continuation and you're revisiting old characters. Um, a reboot's a different thing because you're resetting the story. Um, but I think a lot of these things suffer with trying to fit in in the current political and social climate and going so far overboard with it. So, so there, there, are two, there are two things at play because there is that mm -hmm. element of it. But we strip that out. This could still be written, and I feel like it would be written because we're talking about things that aren't necessarily political and social, just like the not having sex for three years and they never had one conversation about it or tried to fix it. Like that's removed from this bigger picture, and that's not realistic either. It's like that's we know the Listen, fucking characters, you betrayed us, yet we're still fucking watching it too. You're going to watch the whole fucking season and you know it. I am because I want to hate it. <laughs> so it's a hate now it's watch kind of now. interesting now it's kind of interesting to see what they're doing like holy shit i can't believe they're doing this um you know there were things that didn't make sense you know in like the first well i'm sure within the series which is a little bit easier to forgive because it's tv but the movie you know where you know she <laughs> never responds to any call or whatever from big for However long she what's went after the What do you mean? You spend years in this tumultuous relationship with the person, yeah. and then you finally get to the point where you're going to marry them. And it, you know, whatever happens, they don't show up on the wedding day, but you don't talk to them again. It's like that's right ever. And that's a convenient thing that a lot of rom coms use anyway. It's like a problem happens, right. and the people would decide we're just not going to talk. We're not going to talk. And but again, that creates that the, was earned by the whole beginning. Of the movie and there were a lot of problems with that movie like the dancing in the closet scenes like where they're all like those are that's so cheesy and stupid um and like what a, tr a trope right but <laughs> the rest of filler too yeah filler cheap yeah. nostalgia set to some old aerosmith rum dmc tune 
So, but I felt like stuff like that can be forgiven because of the buildup to that point. Right. We've had some, everybody was, everybody was doing the same thing. Like, again, we weren't so betrayed. Um, And I, I'm just going to jump to this because it's, it really was shocking how much of that comedy scene we saw of that Che comedian person. Yeah. Wow. What is happening? Like, why, why is she so built into the show? All she says, like the most ridiculous, like not out of character because we don't really, but out of context and what a comedy show would be like, that wasn't a comedy show. That was, I'm up on a soapbox and I'm preaching. And again, I think even during the podcast, when they were doing the pot, like she says, these, these things are just out of character for any human to be saying in that moment. Yeah. None of it's real, even as a character that we don't know from before, it doesn't sit as authentic. You no. watch it, you're like, nobody would really act like this. Yeah. And that is the biggest problem with it overall. It's it's looking to score social points. Yeah. I think it's the biggest problem. And then just the betrayal of the characters, which is huge, which is funny to say that that's the second biggest problem, to betray your characters that you've had existing for you know a few decades now is the second biggest problem. But it is overshadowed by this need to just present, hey, look, I'm writing all the wrongs that were done with the first series. Yeah. We're in tune. We've, we get it. We're on the right side. And, you know, as I said earlier, I do think like the death of wokeness at least ex- exists now. Because as happens with anything, any kind of movement, any kind of creativity, it starts out organically. And then as it grows, at some point it's, it becomes hijacked by capitalism packaged and sold. And we're at the point where, you know, cynicism for even non-cynical people is going to start to kick in where it's like, okay, fine. Now, you know, the new sex in the city series, which I was looking forward to, which probably attracts a lot of the people who would side with beliefs of quote, wokeness. Even they feel like what the fuck. So I think that it's turning people off and it's probably the beginning of the end. Because here we are, it's being rammed down our throats, sold to us, it's around every corner. And you know that ultimately the motives behind it aren't pure. Um, So, you know, it leaves a bad taste in your mouth. Yeah. I mean, the... the, the, uh, I'm sorry, that breath. (laughs) It just just makes me uncomfortable. I know, there's exasperation. And getting to, you know... The way they explained uh, Samantha's lack of presence. It's not Ugh. its not true to the character. The character, because it was summed up in she was Carrie's publicist. Carrie said, I don't want you to be my publicist anymore. That offended her. And then Carrie made the comment about, I didn't know that I was her ATM. Like, tying it into money. It's like, Samantha never fucking cared about money. She had money. She never put money first. Uh, it wouldn't destroy a relationship between friends. Like there's the obvious behind the scenes stuff where Kim Cattrall didn't like Sarah Jessica Parker and you know, that's fine, but make it more realistic as to why the character isn't on the show. It's like, that doesn't seem like something that she would do. She wouldn't be so angry that she was fired as a, a publicist and lost out on some money that she would leave New York 
a city that and she how much loves. Could have Car- how much was Carrie giving her to be a pu- her publicist? I know. It couldn't that's... have been that much compared to all the stuff that Samantha had going on in New York. Exactly. That's she did probably even need the money. So that doesn't no. feel she was doing her a favor, if anything, I'm sure. It doesn't feel real either. Yeah, so even a character who's not on the goddamn show isn't accurate. <laughs> no, and, you know, again, Charlotte struggling to understand the new world that she finds herself in. It's just, you're not Encino Man. You've been around. <laughs> this isn't a shock to you. So stop acting you know, if anybody so was ditzy be about surpri- it. Yeah, you know what? If if anybody was going to struggle with something like that, it should have been Charlotte. You can struggle, but it's to be, I'm struggling with this, not what is this? So out of touch with it. And right. Clueless. So what they could have done instead, right, is have let, okay, Charlotte is dealing with the gender stuff, right? She's, she's dealing with all that. Let her interact with Shay. The comedian. Yeah, but right? we got to get to this point where Miranda possibly is questioning her sexuality and with, well, you go ahead. I don't want you, I'll, I'll hold my thought on that. Well, I'm so I don't care what the writers are doing. They're doing it wrong. What I would like to do is correct it and still sort of weave in this wokeness if they'd like to, right? I think that Charlotte should be the one who's dealing with the gender stuff because she is a little bit sort of like Pollyanna, you know, sort of um things should be a certain way and she doesn't like for things to be sort of messy you know emotionally or whatever so i think that her dealing with her daughter you know and her gender expression i think that that would be the way to go i think that miranda should be dealing with a change in career at a later time in her life and how that might be affecting her marriage or how she's um you know, not keeping tabs on Brady, Brady (laughs) as much as she should. And so he's kind of like losing his way a little bit, not to be a, some weird sex fiend, which by the way, that kid is under 18. So why are we (laughs) watching him have sex? Well, age of consent in New York's 17. So if he's 17, it's fine. Well, I fucking hope he's 17 because otherwise I don't want to hear about your child having sex and that, and okay, we, she could drink at that point more about, you could at that huh? point it'd be realistic to then cope by drinking, right? And I, so I, now she's and she's drinking and she's you know, um, I, I think I get it. Like this is where I'm going to jump in with where they seem to be going, and she's going to question her sexuality, right? Which, again, Miranda as a person, if she was bisexual, if she thought maybe she was a lesbian, this is something she would have explored years ago, despite yeah. it being a when time she was single. Yeah, and because she was self aware enough. And progressive enough to say, this is who I am. So yeah, she was never uptight like that. Do no, you know so I mean? she like, would have uptight in such a way like she would never be able to admit to herself that she's a lesbian. Exactly. And if she wasn't willing to admit that she was a lesbian, she wouldn't have. She wasn't the kind of person who would have then pursued men still and had a sham marriage with a kid. I know the kid no. was an accident, but she wouldn't have done that because she would have never been able to put up with it. So we can't say that that's all sham up to this point. And if she's just exploring it because she's bored, that's kind of fucked up because it's saying when you're bored, you can just go use gay people and, and <laughs> non-binary people as your your playground to figure out, you know, who you are. Yeah, No, it's true. So it's like it's yeah. fucked up also, uh, even if it does go, oh, I was just bored and I was confused. But it's like being confused about your sexuality when you're 55. I'm not saying it doesn't happen. I don't know. I can't say. For sure that there's never, but, but I, I assume it's character. Yeah. Not, 
Yeah, so it's not fitting there. And then I think if you want to talk about Carrie, she has actually been true to form. Pretty, yeah, she's pretty consistent so far. <laughs> yeah, pretty still uh, a prude in a sense. Like, why the fuck she on that podcast? I don't know because as they've made clear, she's not comfortable talking about those things. But she never has been. Like, she's always been. I'm not talking about it. I'm not getting graphic. You know, that's mm-hmm. that's true to who she is. She just wouldn't be on that podcast. Um, she's been selfish and um, occupied with projecting an image of her life as she wants it to be. And that's wait, what do you mean? Why, why is she being selfish? She's always selfish. She's always self-centered. And but what, how, is she do, how is she being selfish in this new series? Well, I think when she returned to her insanity in episode three and couldn't, oh, take, about Natasha? couldn't take a no for an answer, like this person clearly doesn't want to talk to you, but it's like, oh, who cares? I'm not going to respect their wishes because I'm feeling insecure. When I feel insecure, it's time for me to fucking get what I want. Oh, that's a great point. It's like just blowing through everyone else. Doesn't matter what they want or need. It's like I I need to know now. I'm the most important. Sometimes you're not going to get what you need to yeah, feel comfortable. Yeah, she's like jealous of a dog. <laughs> yeah, so you know there there's that's normal. That's something that she's been throughout the series. And when Big died right. and she was acting all stoic, it was very similar to the movie when he didn't show up and she's like, I'm just going to sit here stoically. And then if you try to talk to me, I'm going to tell you to shut up. And you know she was true to form there. So I guess. If anything, she's at least. I liked her reaction in the in the first movie. I felt that that was yeah. I'm not really saying accurate. I'm not saying sad. that's wrong. Uh, but but yeah, this way, this was. Oh, and what? <coughs> excuse me. <clears throat> and when um, before Big died, and they were like listening to music, and they played that one song. I forget what it was now. Some like seventies, like smooth rock kind of thing. Um. That is not the song that Big would want at his funeral. He would want something really lame like Moon River. (laughs) Because that's what he was listening to. Remember when Billy Joel was like New York State of Mind. Billy Joel. Yeah. Something way more cheesy than that. That was just happened to be like the last moment, I guess, that she felt happy with him or something. But that's not it's not about the last thing you had you had, you experienced with the person it's about the person as a whole so again we're only experiencing big in this very last dying moment and that's the only reference that we get to him yeah there's a lot of betrayal it feels i mean that's a strong word like do i care ultimately am i is my <laughs> life being affected am i walking around moping no um but in that there's i th- i think that creators especially of a long running series, you know, it's weird to say they owe the audience something, but if someone, if you're going to make it, then if, you have to, if someone's, yeah, the people you have is. to, you have to respect the people who've stuck with you all this time. It doesn't yeah. mean pander to them and give them what they want because you're the creator. But, um, you know, there are ways to handle all the things that they want to handle, but to do it in a way that makes sense, that feels real. And it just doesn't yeah. feel real now. And, you know, I yeah. didn't I didn't watch Game of Thrones, but I hear that's similar to the last season because the books weren't written and the other writers jumped in and characters were doing things like this doesn't make sense. Like there was no Correct. lead up yeah. to this. There was no glimpse into this happening. And then things just happened. And I think that's why people didn't like it. Right. You watched it. Yes. <clears throat> yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's, it didn't make sense. The things like people, people's decisions, whether they were right or wrong, made sense for that person. And then at some point they were just doing things just for the sake of the story. And it didn't make sense for that person to be doing that. 
Yeah, and that know? stuff comes off. That audiences aren't dumb. Even the dumbest of the dumb, somewhere inside, if you can't <laughs> articulate it, feel it. Motivations don't match characters that you've gotten to know. It's like I mm-hmm. don't understand this, and I think you know people do praise Breaking Bad, and I think rightly so. And even if it's old at this point, the, the amount of praise it's gotten and prestige that's been assigned mm-hmm. to it, it's because it took everything that it presented seriously and made sure that it worked. And if something was presented early on, it would come back um, or a character's motivations would make sense. And, you know, it was true to everything it ever had shown an audience. Like I hated Skylar on that show, but I understood why she made decisions. I don't know why you hated her. Like, I don't know. She gets a bad rap. Why? Because she didn't let Walt run around and do his fucking thing. No, getting that's in the way. fine. No, no, no. I just didn't like her as an actress who was so what? You know, it's just like, I just didn't like her voice. I didn't like how she portrayed that character, which is fine. That's just my opinion. I was just annoyed by Skylar. Like, shut up, Skylar. Even if I'm on her side, <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's just annoyed by her in general. But, um, but yeah, but that's what I'm saying. So like, even though I'm annoyed by her, I still was like, yeah, this makes sense for Skylar. Like she would do this, you know, we've been with her for this long. And maybe you know, we've been she's going through a lot. I understand why she would like sleep with that dude, you know, and then there's a reason why, you know, she's with Walt to begin with, because Walt didn't. I mean, there must have been stuff like this for Walter before, like he had this side of him. And so, you know, she does like betray uh, who she thinks she is. But we kind of know who she I don't know. Anyway, I just it makes sense. You know, there's too many things in this show that take you out of it because it doesn't feel authentic whether it's the way that the character is behaving or if it's just the writing in general you know like i really i really feel like they're messing up that shay person you know well they've just made shay an embodiment of all of the wokeness that they need to push forward but it's just done so clunkily it's done very clunky clunkily clunkily clunkilosity yeah i mean there's no justification when Shay she's Blue... just too clever do you know what i mean like she would never there's no people there's no person that just speaks this way you know like oh has a res- like a funny little response and like oh you're misogynistic gender expression like people don't talk like that no and you know to present the character as someone who would give an underage kid pot and not care about it. Like the, I know Miranda's reaction in that scene where, where she saw that was also too much, but it's like, that's a proper reaction for a parent and to be like, whatever. It's like, come on. I, I, I feel as though if I was, I mean, a, she did apologize to her, right? I don't know if I don't remember the, the full. Yeah. Apology. Shay, Shay eventually goes back. He's like, yo, you're right. I'm sorry. Yeah. But I just then don't think about pot being, you know, a drug or whatever. Yeah. But, but then, you know, then Miranda reads reverting to a bumbling idiot. Oh, you're, you're the host. You can teach me things about this new world. Then you're very exciting. Okay. Yeah. No, you've lost all <sighs> no. respect for me. Yes. From me, not for me. Okay. So like <laughs> everyone Carrie else has could... lost the respect for me a long time ago. Carrie could still be, I think, if if we were to fix this, like I said, Charlotte should be the one dealing with the gender issues. Miranda should be dealing with a huge change of life at, you know, in her 50s. 
um, and a son that, you know, might be like veering off in the wrong direction because she's preoccupied and her marriage is suffering and whatever. Like we could, that's fine. Let's deal with all that. And then Carrie could be, you know, figuring out how to live, you know, without big um, doing whatever Carrie does. But this is the thing. Uh, Remember how people said the, the first season or the first series should have ended with her picking nobody. She should have just said, fuck it. I don't need a dude. I'm independent and can live yeah. on my own. I feel like that's why Big's dead now. It's like, oh, yeah, maybe that's the way we should have ended it. And now she can. And she better not fucking run to Aiden. I swear to God. Oh, no. No, 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 no. It's, it's, they won't do that, will the, they? I hear that he's in it. So For real? Yeah, there's the rumors oh, no. early on that he was in it. He's in the series. Where's Petrovsky? He's probably dead Go by now. Go back to Petrovsky. No, that guy's that guy's like 88 now, <laughs> isn't he? Probably. <laughs> Alexander Petrovsky. <laughs> I'll get his age for you. Mikhail, Mikhail Gorbachev or whatever. His name is. Yes, Gorbachev. Wait, Gorbachev is isn't that some Excellent. Russian leader's name? Yes. <laughs> That's Mikhail Barishnikov. Yes, I just I, I so let's see how old he is. I apologize; he's only seventy-three. Oh well, still. Oh, wait, why is Gene can't... Kelly trending? By the way, so I looked him up, and obviously yeah. dancing, Mikhail, right? and then underneath it says people also search for Gene Kelly, and it says trending. So why is Gene Kelly currently trending? Maybe Gene Kelly's daughter recalls. That... Oh, sorry. I don't know. There's things from weeks ago. I don't know why Gene Kelly's trending. Anyway, Weird. go ahead. I was going to say we can't end the show without talking about Charlotte's plastic surgery. Yeah, but I know. But I, I feel I don't feel so good about shitting on it. Like it's 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 strange because what I've heard is like all of the women are getting shit about their looks and like they've aged and. It is, you know, always been a struggle with women aging and not being able yeah. to age, not allowed to age, which is, as we've talked about before with plastic surgery and stuff, why there women feel a need to have plastic surgery in the first place. And I also saw that, um, I can't remember the actress's name who plays Charlotte. I don't, yeah. Um, uh, I don't remember. <laughs> Damn, she's this famous. We can't even remember her name. Cynthia Nixon. Sarah Jessica Parker. Uh, fuck. You're letting me down. Kristen oh, Davis. Kristen Davis. But I, I, you know, read something with her. Like, apparently she's really hurt that all the people are shitting on her looks. Which, thinking, think about being the person. And then suddenly some you, you're back on TV and everyone's just focused on the way you look. Yes. It looks... <laughs> it, it's not good like their plastic surgery like when she cries and emotes and she's the most emotional character on the show mm. so when she's expressing it, it it it's not it doesn't look right no it doesn't but you know it is what it is she had the surgery and i don't feel a need to like shit all over it even though it is a a thing that people are noticing so we can speak to it that's like, all right well i don't want to shit on it either then. <laughs> well it's like it's there and everyone's thinking it i think it's more listen like i don't like um yeah cynthia nixon right like she looks 
her she age. looks older. She looks her age. It's fine. Even Sarah Jessica Parker looks older. You know, but she looks like it's her face still makes sense. You know, and <clears throat> I'm sorry. I think I have Omicron. Omicron. Um, Omicron. Yeah. Even, <laughs> Omari. Oreocron. Um, Oreocron. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. I still, I just, this looking, it doesn't make sense. And also Stanford and, uh, I forgot his name now. Anthony should not, they should have just proceeded into this show. Like, ep, like the second movie never happened because in what universe would they have gotten together? No universe. That was another thing. Yeah. Just do it. Let's just put them together. God, and that Liza Minnelli scene just makes me... That's what I wrote. Uh, that was one of my top posts on the... And just like that subreddit was... Uh-huh. That is saying earlier that the second movie, Carrie was tripping on mushrooms. She went to the bathroom to pee. She forgot where she was. She sat there for the total run length of the movie and uh, hallucinated all of it. And the height of her trip was The Wedding and Lawrence of Mylabia. Those two parts of the movie were the, the high, like the peak of her trip. <sighs> Because. You know she, she. You know what they should have done? They should have had her waking up, like from the end of the first movie. They should have had her w- a dream up. retcon yeah, the whole out of a thing. Dream. What's that? I said you just retcon the whole thing. Just get it. Get rid of it. Have her wake up. It, it, you know, like coming back from the courthouse. It doesn't matter if if she's you know. Uh, if if they're older, we get it. We understand. We we know what's going on. She comes back from the courthouse in her her vintage white suit made by nobody or whatever, and you know they can. I don't know. We'll explain <laughs> Samantha away somehow, but we don't. We don't need to pretend that the second movie actually happened. It is interesting that they didn't just have Samantha die, like because she did have cancer, and I know that she was in remission, but. Yeah! It could have been realistic, but it's have Samantha die. And just like that, Samantha died. Great. <laughs> yes, wonderful. But it she got corona she died of complications of coronavirus and we didn't get to see her because No, it could have been know, the cancer like, in the hospital. That could be a thing. It could be a thing, but it's also, you know, realistic. The the, the whole scene in the end of the series when the Russians like she could die. Like, how, how dare you say that? But the truth is yes. people get cancer and die and that's Something that people have to deal with. Um, oh, and then she gets back in touch with him on the phone. And th- she talks to him about it like, hey, I was thinking about what you said and you were right. Like she did die. And he's like, well, this is life. Yeah. I, Come I, join I, me in Paris. I guess there's, <laughs> I guess. I have many ball gowns for you to sit around <laughs> in your hotel room in. I guess there's hope that maybe they get... Samantha to come back at some point. She was never going to come back, but maybe that's why they keep that door open. And then they I can't write her back in after this. And then I know that they want to get, here's the, the funny thing is they have nothing to do with Carrie outside of big. When she's with big, they're bored. They're like, I don't know what to do. I don't know how to write this character. This character can't exist with big, which that's is a true problem because they always made him like freak out at some point. Yeah. So or I mean, her freak out, they could have gotten a divorce, but you know, it, it's no, strange. I wouldn't want to see all that. Yeah. After we went through everything too, but that's more, I mean, he could also die, but then you can have two people die. Listen, Whatever. It doesn't have to be scary. All right. She's dealing with her own shit. We don't have to have 
the sex part of her life anymore. You know, or maybe she could also be dealing with we like need to see her older and he has like prostate issues and he so can't he can't get have it up. sex or something. Yeah, you can't get I don't know, whatever. And then she could go get all insecure and blah blah blah. He and doesn't then find me we attractive. Have the other characters deal with the actual world. Yeah, I need more but I need to do need scenes of Carrie having sex with her top on. So we need yeah, with her bra that. constantly on, <laughs> always in the bra. We need more of that. I never take off my bra during sex, ever. Well, she had that no nudity clause. She would wear see-through bras. <laughs> Doesn't matter. She probably, because th they're big boobs, like, but they're not really that big. I just think they're like, I think they're probably like pretty flat, which is fine. But she, so they look good up in a bra, but when they're free hanging they probably don't look as good and so she probably just didn't want them to be seen which is, which fine. is yeah, fine who cares you can do whatever you want but yeah <laughs> it is funny but <clears throat> i think you know i don't know how we can sum it up i hope you feel good with where we went it is a, I, I do feel really good it is a problem overall um with a lot of these shows that come back uh and I can't think of specific examples now, which is I should have prepped a bit better on that front. But for what? For other shows? Yeah, other shows that, you know, what they're doing with characters that people know. And if they're, you know, <clears throat> true to the motivations are true to what the characters motivations you know, would be. When they brought back Arrested Development, you know, the problem with those new episodes wasn't the characters. The characters were the same. It really was just you couldn't recapture that lightning in a bottle. You know, it, it was just done. And maybe the writing was different or something, but the characters were still the same. Yeah, well, they did do that one season where it's like, we can't get everyone together, so... But I didn't watch the one oh, where they finally did get them all back together. I stopped watching because it was disappointing. Yeah, because like, that's the magic's gone, like you said. And yeah. again, Portia's face was, like, all fucked up from <laughs> surgery, and I couldn't look at it. The ensemble cast was what drove that. And to have them, uh, individual episodes, like, nah, that doesn't work. Mm -mm. That's not, I'm not getting what I need out of that. Um, no, I want to see. I do think. Yeah, the people interact. You know, I do think there's a responsibility. Like, as a creator, you can do what you want. But it should make sense. It's like, okay, you, you're, you've, you know, you're challenging yourself. Maybe you're in a spot where it's hard to write what you want to write while keeping it real to whatever the universe is you created, but that's part of it. And if you can't write it, then don't fucking do it. If it, it can't be done. It doesn't have to be that difficult. Why does every character that we see have to deal with gender issues? Can't it just be one? And then they, she talks about it at the cat, at the coffee shop. Where's the fucking coffee shop, by the way, <laughs> why are they not sitting in a coffee shop making funny little things saying something? They Say did. Say something funny. No, Make the comedy's me laugh. gone. The comedy's gone. Just let that part go. This has evolved into a drama. There's no Stanford comedy. Stanford has to hide from Charlotte? Yeah, I know. It's stupid. And the fact that Stanford's actually dead, that's sad. Oh, God. It is. I know. I forget sometimes that he actually died. He had cancer also and didn't tell anyone. I think about living with that. Like, I'm just going to continue on and then. Anyway, on that yeah. happy note. He looked good for someone with cancer. Yeah. I mean, he didn't look sick. No. Yeah. Okay. All right. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Uh, please like and subscribe. Tell your friends about the show. We're going to continue to record through the holidays. So 
uh, I think we'll be the only podcast updating in your feed because <laughs> so many people take time off during the holidays, but not us. Uh, anyway, uh, please support our sponsor, HoffandPepper.com. You can get 15% off some locally made in Chattanooga hot sauce. Uh, use our code one topic 15 for 15% off. Bye. <laughs>